Welcome to Politics and Right. My name is Egberto Willis, your host, and today we're here with Brett Etkins, and he is with, and I won't say it, he will. Stand Up America. Hey, let me tell you, the reason I wanted to talk to you is I heard you know everything there is to know about the Supreme Court. <laughs> Not true, but... But, you know, it's close enough it. for government work, you know, sure. that we, we can say that. Now, recent, uh, this is how I define the Supreme Court. I define the Supreme Court as the only undemocratic branch of government. Okay? Now, I don't think you would have said the same. Explain. Well, it is virtually undemocratic. The Senate is also not a purely democratic True. institution. Uh, there are two senators from California and two, and from, two Wyoming. from Wyoming. Yes. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. Uh, but you're absolutely right. It's purposefully somewhat divorced from right. regular day-to-day -day politics. Mm -hmm. That's partly by design, but uh, when the court gets as extreme as it is right now, you start to see the weaknesses of that system. Well, let me, let me ask you this, because, uh, you know, I don't uh, I, there are rarely anybody who would just come and say, oh, it's by design, even though I know that. And I have yeah. reasons to believe why it is by design. But you tell me, why is it by design? Well, judges are supposed to be fair, balanced, uninfluenced by day-to-day -day politics. Right. Uninfluenced about whether they need to run for re-election and be popular. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to be defending the rights of minorities, people who are marginalized, people who need a court right. to give them a fair hearing. That's why justice is blind. Right. Uh, and that is obviously not exactly what's happening now. We right. have a lot of money and politics feeding into the nomination system. Who gets nominated, who becomes a lower court judge, and then who becomes a Supreme Court judge to the point where we're at now, where the court is as partisan and as divided as ever. Um, you said that, that the reason why you have this in effect, I paraphrasing you, you want them to be measured and not worried about re-election and that sort of stuff. Of course, if you're in a state like Texas, we elect our judges from Supreme Court judges yeah. all the way down. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I guess our Supreme Court now is just as corrupt as the current Supreme Court. So uh, it seems to me like, in effect, neither neither one work, whether they vote them in or they're elected in or, or they're elected in or they're appointed in. It seems like the results can be the same. So maybe should we vote them? In? Well, I, mean, <laughs> I don't I'm just no. Sandra Day O'Connor and other justices have long warned about the dangers of electing judges right. at a state level. There's and I agree. A lot of problems. With yes. It. Uh, there's obviously also a lot of problems with having justices who linger on until they right. either die or retire uh, right. at the time that they want. They right. politically retire when a Republican or a Democrat can appoint their replacement. Right. You have RBG, who held on for dear life until right. she hoped Hillary Clinton would be able to appoint her replacement. That's also a problem. That's why yeah. we need term limits on right. the Supreme Court. We need expansion at the Supreme Court. We need reforms. You know, I have always been anti-term limits mm. because I believe the people have the right to elect who they elect. But... I think that's a good good compromise. Not a, actually, it's not a compromise. I think it should be a requirement because if you're appointed uh, and then and and not easily removed from appointment, yeah. I think term limits should be that yeah. fail-safe method. So I mean, and I don't think that's a hard argument to no. put out there at all. No, there's long been bipartisan agreement. Yeah. That oh, there is bipartisan. There, I mean, there agreement. have been Republicans in the past. Uh -huh. uh, that no, currently. Right. Because Republicans have an advantage on the court. But right. In times before, when they didn't have quite the advantage, plenty of Republicans have recognized that term limits make sense. Right. It would bring this, uh, some stability to the court. Right. Every president would basically get to point two. Right. And they would serve 18-year terms. Me, is me, the also, common, it's 18 years? That's the most common okay, right. uh, uh, proposal. So right, that every right. president gets two. 
And you okay. wouldn't have a situation where someone like Obama, who served eight years, only got two, two justices. And Trump, four years, four years three. three. Makes absolutely Makes no, no sense, sense. And it doesn't it's, reflect the people and what they want. But he, you know what is so funny about that, that you brought that up? We have a president that got elected by the Electoral College, not by popular vote. Yeah. And he is the one that got to elect, put the most people on the Supreme Court. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like a double on democracy. Yes. A yes. double on democracy. So uh, what are you doing, your organization doing? What's the name of the organization? Stand Up America. Stand Up America. What is your organization doing to try to mitigate this? In other words, to try to educate yeah. folks that we need to start electing people that are going to get these proposals yeah. out in the fold. Well, we're working really hard right now to tell members of Congress that they need to endorse the Judiciary Act, which right. is the bill that would add four seats to the Supreme Court. Right. And to take it seriously, members of right. Congress tend to see this proposal as radical. Right. When in fact, Congress has changed the size of the Supreme Court seven times in our history. Oh, is it seven? Okay, yeah. Seven times. And it's usually in situations like this where the court has become so far out of whack right. with where the people are that it needs structural reform right. in order to change. Um, so we're working really hard to build co-sponsorship on the Judiciary Act, build support for term limits, build support for a Supreme Court code of ethics, right. which thankfully this uh, coming week, the Senate Judiciary is going to vote on. Right. Uh, and just building momentum for those reforms that used to have bipartisan support, desperately right. needed now. Uh, it, you know, it may not happen this year, but I think we're slowly building and educating people no, about the need for, for reform. Interestingly, the president has come out and said that he doesn't support yeah. that. Now, is he just playing not to uh, not to give the Republicans an issue in 2024? 20, uh, I think partly, and Joe Biden is a moderate right. Democrat, and he is the president he kind of represents and tries to represent where the middle right. of the country is. Um, but he, like in the voting rights fight, when we tried right. to pass the For the People Act and the Freedom to Vote Act, right. Joe Biden came along a little later right. and realized we need to change the filibuster. Right. He's a senator. Right. He was there a long time. So he liked the filibuster. He thought right. it worked. And then when he was finally confronted and said, my choice is between democracy and this Jim Crow relic, he chose right. right. We're okay. not at that deciding point yet on court expansion. Right. We still need uh, members of the so he's Progressive gonna, Caucus. Yeah, we he's going to wait to be led. I think so. And yeah. I think that's the role of organizers is mm -hmm. to convince, to educate, and build a space where mm -hmm. more and more politicians recognize court expansion is, is not a crazy idea. It's actually the only constitutionally protected and tested way mm -hmm. to hold the court in check and create a permission structure for Joe Biden and others to say, this is okay, this is what we need to do. Our rights are at stake. Our rights to free productive health, to voting rights, right. to a clean environment. All of this is at stake at the court. And if they don't do anything about the court, we can pass all the legislation we want, uh, but we won't be living in the country we deserve. Well, you know what? I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> you know, so I'm going to remind you, I'm going to find you after we win in 2024, after that bill passes, and whether he signs that bill. I'm okay. going to remind you. Okay. Okay. We've got a long road, no, but we're going to get there. Let me tell you, give me a closer here. Uh, your, your thoughts on the Supreme Court. Where are we going from here? Give me a closer. Well, we had a rough term. Mm -hmm. uh, the Supreme Court has gotten a lot of credit in the press, but in just this year, they got rid of decades of affirmative action precedent. Right. They opened the door to discrimination against LGBTQ Americans. Mm -hmm. uh, they uh, narrowly decided not to embrace radical theories of electoral right. change and voting right. rights. But this is the court that a year ago struck down Roe v. Wade. Right. They have a lot of cases on deck to expand gun rights right. uh, and make gun violence even more prevalent in our country and to roll back environmental protections. 
The court is an ongoing danger, and the 6-3 supermajority that the conservatives have is an active threat to all of the freedoms that you and I hold dear. Uh, so if people want to get involved, I would say go to StandUpAmerica.com, help us out, um, help us lobby and organize, and tell your members of Congress to get on board with reforming the Supreme Court. Brett, it's been an honor. Thank you so oh, kindly for being here, and you have a wonderful rest of your conference. Thanks, enjoy it. Absolutely. Thanks so much. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share.